This is Jack Vickers, and you are listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix, also known as The Hood. It is Tuesday, November 8th, 2022, 8 p.m. sharp. I'm not ready, Josh. Thanksgiving's only in a couple weeks, but hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Hi, folks. Thank you, Josh. All you lovely people, we'd appreciate if you interacted in the Discord. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess you could leave voicemails if you wanted. Anchor.fm slash hoodpod slash message. Not really a thing we do anymore. That's kind of on us, though, I suppose, as well. Um, second start times are down in the description below if you're not live, which um, is most people who listen. And then thank you at Levi Oki Illustration for all the beautiful art everyone can see. And uh, if you want some beautiful custom artwork, it could be a great Christmas gift. It'd be time to get that in now if you want to hit up Carl and Bear for a beautiful Christmas idea. Josh, how are you doing, though, pal? I doing good. How you gar? I'm doing pretty good, Josh. You vote? You vote today, pal? <laughs> yeah. Demonstrated my American freedom, went in and I voted. Did you get the cool sticker? Yeah, got that scratch and stiff. Scratch and sniff. <laughs> scratch and sticker. stiff. Whoa, where'd we, where'd we put the sticker, pal? Back of my phone case. <laughs> okay. Because the the hoodlum at uh, the Big Lake Lutheran Church that I voted at. Yep. Decided to be, you know, I don't even know what he was thinking because he peeled the sticker off the paper and handed it to me and didn't, what? you know, didn't hand the paper off so I could, you know, staple it to my notebook. Uh, the absolute, did you get that man's name? He should be fired as a poll worker. Let's I got set. a badge number. <laughs> Were you, was he wearing his body cam? No, no, no. Light was off. We're going um, to have to send you know, a letter to old, interference and whatnot. Yeah, we're going to have to send a letter to old TW and be like, bro, you got to get your state elections under control. Yep. I will say this, though. You know, I'm beginning to think Trump was on to something when he said oh, that God. the election was rigged. Okay. I mean, I, I walk into the poll, I give them my information, you know, don't ask for an ID, no big deal. It's not like I'd be able to. You know, it's not like I know that my neighbor's name is this and they live at this address. By all means, nobody would ever know that about anybody Jesus. else. Um, go in, hand them the little ticket that they printed off, and they go, here's your ballot. I get about two steps away. Wait, hold on. You've got a special ballot. Goes to the back, hands me a piece of paper, hands me a crayon, <laughs> and then <laughs> just tells me to get on my way. Two years ago coloring book so i don't know what kind of vote i had to do but it was one of the, i don't know it looked like a puppy dog when i was done um <laughs> but no they, they legitimate <laughs> no because they handed me a crayon gar they didn't give me like a ruler or two okay. um i i guess yeah it was a it was, I, that actually you know most of that happened they did say hold on a second we handed you the wrong ballot and i looked at him and i was like it's what Am I not voting for the same person regardless? No, I guess it, there's school district stuff involved. Yeah, it but. definitely depends on like your exact house, your exact street. Like obviously everyone over the state's voting for TW or, you know, Keith Ellison or whoever, but you know, school district, like you said, judges, county commissioners, all these sorts of things depend very specifically on where you're at. So your precinct and such. Yeah, so I don't know, free crayons. 
And uh, to your point earlier, Josh, I will happily support voter ID if along with that voter ID, voter IDs are free for everyone to get. Uh, I'll support voter ID as long as everyone can get one for free. Oh, you mean, yeah, I mean, that should be a no-brainer, but no, there's, See, there's too much to happen. Argue, some people would argue we're just trying to suppress votes by adding more rules to it, but I'll, I'll support voter ID if everyone can get one for free. See, and it won't even be that. Let's just, you know, let's just kind of implant the microchip that, okay. you know, shocks you to remind you who to vote for. I mean, I, when I've, to vote, sorry. I've had four COVID shots. Should I have four of these microchips? And I got a flu uh, you shot. Probably have, you probably have like 44. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, brother. Obama, mm-hmm. 2.0. Yeah, no, um, no, ID is not a good idea just because I know that the population that I work with sometimes is unable to maintain an ID or to keep an ID in a safe location. And so that can be an issue as well. There, there's a lot that could be talked about, but that's our other podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, I was, that, I was surprised I got anything out of you. I thought you were just going to push me to the side and say, let's go. Is that enough politics talk for you, Josh? Yeah, for now. We'll, we'll, we'll broach the subject again when I have some, but something that actually matters. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, let's move into Gar's Grinder because I'm sure both Al and Walters and whoever else are now just absolutely moaning at this point. But we're only five minutes in. They can get the fuck over themselves. Um, this is our podcast. You can choose whether or not to listen to it. Gar's Grinder, though. We'll move into the football portion of the podcast. Voting's over, but, you know, who knows? The future of the country is uncertain. Anywho, um, Kenyon Drake was this week's Gar's Grinder. He had tw- We just watched it last night, Monday night. Kenyon Drake had 24 carries for 93 yards. So not overly productive, but 24 carries is still a lot of volume to get. He had two rushing touchdowns, though, which is a big deal. Um, he also had two receptions for 16 yards. But, I mean, anyone who was watching that game last night, Kenyon Drake was never really flashy. I can't remember a run for more than maybe 15 yards I don't even know what his longest run would have been but he was just grinding grinding that clock like he was playing I mean I understand Greg Roman's offense has been you know um, you know flying and profiling for a long time Um, but that was perfect Zimbal that was control the clock pound the rock type football so Kenyon Drake was Gar's grinder this week for sure yeah not a bad one he he warmed the bench in the deflate league for me Oh, oh well. Did you, did you still win? Yeah, I had I, I had the weak eye in that league, boy. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to move into some rant and some rave, Josh? Sure. Well, let's let's. Have to, usually, with a rant or a rave, you're enthusiastic. Can we get a little more injury out of you, pal? I'm just afraid of pulling a muscle in my jaw from screaming so loud. <laughs> well, the first bullet point we have here in the ranted rave, Josh, is Jeff Saturday. What do we think about that? No, isn't that just ballistic? <laughs> Bringing on a guy named Jeff Saturday to coach a football team, zero coaching experience in the college or professional level, might be a co- might be a peewee coach somewhere, but I guarantee his team is like two and six because you know they're little kids and they only play eight games. Probably doesn't even hand out the good juice boxes after the game. This Jeff Saturday guy can't even name himself Jeff Sunday. That's when they play the games, guy. Get your name right. Rant over. Gar. (laughs) I did did not expect so much energy out of you. I I mean, I definitely think it's interesting. I thought for sure that if, you know, if it definitely seems like this is a full Ursae call, Ursae was just like, 
Jeff, you're the fucking guy. And he's like, my name, Jeff. And then, yeah, they just, they were off to the races. But I would think if he wanted some former player with experience and like, he didn't want, he didn't want any retreads of like John Fox or Gus Bradley, which I understand. Um, I thought he would, why not opt for Reggie rain who Reggie Wayne, who's already in your organization. Um, and you know, you'd be giving someone of color an opportunity. And again, he does have that. I think it might be his first year coaching, but he already has some of that experience. Whereas Jeff Saturday was just five and three in high school, I think. And then now he's thrust into the NFL. I mean, I get, I get it and I don't, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of, just kind of wild. I don't, I mean, I understand from Jeff Saturday's perspective, obviously, if you get the call from Jim Irsay, you're taking the job a hundred percent, like being able to skip all those levels of bullshit. But I don't know. I do. You, how many more games do you think they win the rest of the way? More than the Packers. Um, I but, mean, uh, how low is that bar? Well, the Packers next four games or whatever are what? Um, Dallas, Philly's in there. Um, I don't know. They'll lose to the bye week for sure. They're trash. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Jeff Saturday, I mean, I think the main thing is, is like if they offered Reggie Wayne a job, they'd have to give him a raise. And then there's, you know, the, I don't want to say that it's a circus, but then there's all the whole, whoa, you know, person of color getting the job, which is great. I agree. Probably needs to happen more. Um, but that's, a, you know, just another kind of deterrent from that. Maybe in the off season, they lean that way. But Jeff Saturday was an offensive lineman. Green Bay Packers legend, Jeff Saturday, by the way, <laughs> get his name right. One whole season. Yeah, maybe it was less than that, I think. But um four games. Something like that. But Jeff's uh you know, he's an offensive lineman, so they they literally get paid in old Milwaukee and uh and like beef sticks. So I think hey, that that's part of the worst reason. ways to get paid, pal. Is that was that a complaint coming out of your mouth? Because that sounds amazing. No, I mean I'm just saying Jim Ursay, he's got that traveling museum that he brings everywhere. He's probably gonna you know, probably has original jerky sticks from fourteen hundreds, so you know what? You're absolutely right, Josh. All right. Uh, next little bullet point here on the rant and rave, just so we keep her moving a little bit, because these tend to almost always go over 30 minutes. But Vikings and the pack. Josh, losing the Lions was brutal. Um, you don't have to sit here and retread all your thoughts. I'm sure you've already gotten a lot of crap in some group texts or you know at work or whoever else. But just you've called the Packers dead a couple times. I'm still not willing to call the Packers dead because I think there's only like I'm not I'm not going to pull up the standings right now. But I think there's very few teams who actually have positive win records. So it's still wide open the NFC as far as the wild card goes, uh, from what I understand. So I'm not going to call the Packers dead until week 18, like I've said many times already. But how do you feel about the pack, Josh? Oh, you probably believed it when your parents said your goldfish was just napping and it was floating on top of the water, don't you? Maybe. I'm a, you know, I'm a glass half full kind of guy, pal. I like to see the, like to see the good. Yeah, well, you know, even if you filled that water bowl all the way up to the top like you should have been with your fish instead of just halfway, um, they're dead. Still floating on the top. They're not getting any better. Um, no, Rodgers is not petty enough to do that. Rodgers is, you know, he's definitely not playing with the same sort of energy and happiness and joy like he has in the past few seasons. Not, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to deny it. Three interceptions in the red zone, gross. Uh, throwing it to your offensive lineman, gross. Um, losing to the Lions, gross. Um, but. He didn't necessarily, you know, lose to the Lions. The team did. So it's not all on Rodgers. That defense, gross. The rest of the offense, gross. Literally, wide receiver. You know, David Bakhtiari is just going to have to change positions because he can't block, apparently, because of his knee. Why not just tell him to run straight go routes? You know, he's a giraffe. He can get down there. <laughs> Subscribe. Um, but, no, this is, I mean, can, 
second week in a row where Christian Watson's pulled with a concussion. Apparently, he didn't have a concussion. They just wanted to be safe, uh, which, you know, good on them. Uh, they did something that Miami couldn't, so maybe give us a few wins for that. Um, moral wins, obviously, because that's all that matters in America. Obviously. Um, but, uh, and then Romeo Dobbs goes out, high ankle sprain, so a couple weeks there. Um, Sammy Watkins is, you know, one you know, one catch away from getting hurt again. He's got the Deshaun Jackson blood running in him. Um, th- and then we get down to the, you know, the real wide receivers of the team. Randall Cobb on the IR. Alan Lazard, you know, shoulder injury. He's He, he, he did okay, but not the best. Um, and then Samari Tori, Samurai Tori. You ever heard of him? Neither have I. Um, and then Winfrey, you know. And I'm pretty sure that there's nobody on the practice squad. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure that this is a tank for CJ or Bryce Young um, situation. We're drafting another quarterback. Rogers will have a couple more MVP seasons. Uh, 2023 is our year. Go Pack Go. All right. And then, yeah, I mean, that was, I guess I don't know what I expected out of you, but that, I mean, thanks for giving us your, your Packers coverage. For the Vikes, I mean, I don't know. I don't, 7 and 1, whoop de doo. I mean, I think. Pff, I think the Vikings are frauds. We're not, I mean, even if we get, you know, fuck it. Let's have Case Keenum play. You know, we let's, you know, let's beat the Cowboys. Let's beat the Bills. Let's beat whoever else we got in our schedule. I could pull it up right now, but I'm kind of lazy. What do we got here? We got the Bills and the Cowboys and the Patriots and the Jets. I mean, yeah, let's go. Let's just plow through the rest of the season. Let's end the season 16-1. to doesn't matter. Vikings are frauds. Just the same way I think Eagles are frauds. Neither of those teams are Super Bowl teams. Certainly not Super Bowl winning teams. So, that doesn't really matter. I'll appreciate the high, but... Um, you know, I'm not fully, fully invested. I don't fully believe it. So that's what I think about the Vikings. Probably a lot more depressing than most of the skull, skull homers on here would want to hear. But I mean, the I just soldiers, the soldiers. Yeah. I just don't believe it. Um, you know, maybe, maybe I'm too, maybe I'm too jaded. Who knows? But, um, yeah, well, yeah. you know, good teams find ways to win and they, they found ways to win. Um, and so the what seven and one that's not a bad record guard you got to give your team credit when credit's due no, i mean we certainly um, seem playoff bound at this point but i we're not going to win the super bowl and isn't that the whole goal so well i mean if you listen to k fan like some of our listeners do and some, most of them don't because they're intelligent but um some of our listeners listen to that show and i i, I tuned in on monday after dropping it dropping asher off at daycare um you know you ask ben lieber <laughs> they're gonna win it all um, and there's ben no if and buts about it. No, 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 no. He played for that team, bud. He knows the inside and out. Um, Didn't we cut him? Then he went back to yes. the Chargers. Uh, but no, I, I don't know. I agree that there's there's definitely some holes. First drive of the game always looks great. Scripted. Has to, right? I mean, that's how last year went as well. We scored in almost all our first possessions last year. And then, and then you know, the middling you know, the middle, what, 58 minutes? Not necessarily the best, but, uh, you know, that last minute, not bad. You know, I'm just got, you know, it's like the, the compliment sandwich. You got the good, you got the negative, and yours is just, you know, your we, team's is like a triple stuffed. Yeah, we have we have won all of our one-score games so far this year, um, which is good, but I mean, it's almost like, you know, the similar to the, and I'm not trying to say we're going to have the same season as 2017, but it's almost the same as like, in 2017, we got the absolute best of Case Keenum, like every 50-50 ball he threw was like, win our way, every ball bounced our way, and so I just think it's unreal. I, it's if anyone who's really watching the games, the Vikings offense is pretty uninspiring most of the time. The defense will get a turnover, but they also allow some big gashes here and there. Um, so, I mean, we've been relying on turnovers, which is good. Um, 
and you know and bad offense from the other teams but yeah i, I don't think it's sustainable but i'm I, we got to keep moving josh uh let's get into the weekly recap here josh how salty is your grain of salt um coming into this week um four and two so another kind of okay week you know i'll take it um pretty lost sweet. victoria's secret again that's third loss in four weeks um, bye weeks kind of got the best of me um so one you know i didn't have nick chubb playing this week and he's he's my rb1 um literally had to trot out uh um, brian robinson who's been struggling um no i don't think i played him i played jamal and yeah who cares um but yeah i, I won an one in a few leagues, lost in the butt, sweat, and beers dynasty. I don't know if you saw my bench pick, but um, I literally, in the 18-person bench or whatever it is, only four people were eligible to play. <laughs> so, yikes. Um, still barely lost. PJ Walker put up negative five, didn't help. Um, That's know, tough for the, the high, Had the highest score and deflate these balls, despite not having Joe Mixon, and um, had the highest score in Hidden Oaks dynasty, having Joe Mixon. All right, Big Cock McGraw. Let's all just calm down here, pal. So uh, 38 and 16, 70% win percent overall with the Joshua Allen Incorporated Bunker Property Intellectuals. Uh, 306 and 189, 61.82% win. Go Jesus, Josh. Let's just... We get it. You're good at fantasy football. Fucking relax, dude. And then next year when you're like, you know, you're looking like me, 31 and 41 right now, you're going to stop keeping track about week five and then we won't know. But some of us have integrity, Josh. Speaking of integrity, I went fucking one and seven last week. I fucking absolutely stink at fantasy football this year. You shouldn't listen to a goddamn word I say. I also got eliminated from Jordan's um, J-Wow's guillotine league because, um, you know, I decided to play Romeo Dubs over James Conner. That ultimately killed me. Um, so leave it to the Packers to let me down. Squan Barkley was on a bye, which was depression. But, um, yeah, and also Mark Andrews wasn't playing, so Isaiah likely just didn't didn't play to the same level. But 31 and 41 head-to-head, um, so that's, you know, I'm batting 430. And then with the intellectual property of Josh Allen Bunker Incorporated, if I were to play every team every week, I would be now 352 and 459, so batting 434 four, right there. Just depressing and even the my bsb team that was so dominant to start the year that's slipping like i went 10 and 1 10 and 1 10 and 1 8 and 3 10 and 1 now i'm 7 and 4 2 and 9 4 and 7 5 and 6 like i i have no fucking chance for anything in any league this week in this um in any league this year josh so i'm, I'm gonna be about down 200 bucks in fantasy this year and it's there's just no recourse for me what what's even the point Hey, hey, I'm hey, helping you. Hey, I'm helping hey. you. Hey, you. No one can it's see just it. time to start. It's time to par- pull the plug on, deflate these balls, <laughs> just tank out. Um, you know, it's just all part of the plan. This isn't good for podcasting, but Josh and I share a Google Doc so I can see his updates in real time. And he was just starting to put in L's in everywhere, which I do not appreciate, kind sir. <laughs> you son all right. of a bitch. Give us the FanDuel yep, top but, three. Yeah, the FanDuel top three, top three fantasy points. We already alluded to it, but Joe Mixon, 53.1 points. Absolutely lit the world on fire with five touchdowns, four in the first half, I believe. Uh, coming in next was... Justin Fields having a career turnaround here in the middle parts of the season with 42.72 points. And then uh, Devont Bay Adams, 31.6 points. Very solid wide receiver. He had all, I'm pretty sure 30 of those 31.6 came in the first half. Um, and so kind of embarrassing second half. But top three values, Joe Mixon was already mentioned, but he was a 6.6 times value. Justin Fields, 5.8 times. And then the Patriots defense, not allowing a single point to the Indianapolis Colts with a 5.3 times value. 
Top three weekly totals for the league, Kenny Goldenstein with 154.32, Cody, 142.96, and then Smelly Garlic with 135.1. You son of a bitch. I I just read the prompter. Top three leaderboard, we've got Jack with 1127.9, Elena with 1081.46, and then Welters with 1073.82. That rounds off the top three. Coming in, and I'm pretty sure fourth with 1,073.81 is me. That's Maybe. not true. I think you're still in eighth. Yeah, it makes sense. Medical Minute Guard. Turf field, bad. All right. Hood lines. <laughs> Very good, Josh. Uh, do you want to read the hood lines? Yeah, that's fine. All right. Do you want to, I don't know you if you had time. You want to team me up? Yeah, I don't know if you had time to kind of prep yourself. Oh, absolutely not. I'm going to be, this is going to be, we're doing it live. I'm so cold on these headlines. I've not read them one one minute. All right, I interrupt you for this breaking news. Okay. Coming out of the hood, we've got a few lines brought to us by Skybusters. Hood lines. Beautiful, Josh. That was excellent. Tonight. Hate crimes surge as people hanging with Mr. Cooper were seen abusing the Christians. In our next story, a gangly magician makes the Jefferson Starship disappear, leaving us at leaving us to ask, what'll they do next? After that, a drunken man in hole screaming for more help is left for dead by a man running up a hill. That's um Alright, I love that one. And lastly, <coughs> in our main story tonight. A hotel hot chub's request for repairs is denied after a blonde woman was seen dumping a cup of tea onto control panel asking angrily if you like that. All that and more tonight in our hoodlines. Thank you so much for listening. Hoodlines brought to us by Scott Busters. Uh, also, the side banner, the side bet winner this week, it was the Gronk Memorial, tight end closest to 69 yards, over or under. Um, Eric won, run, run up that hill. Eric Samansky won with Hawkinson getting 70 yards, one yard away. Can't get much closer than that. So, shout out to Mr. Eric Samansky, account. I'm sure he'll be counting every every one of those 500 pennies I uh, Venmo to him. But big shout out to him for winning that side bet. Josh, um, how do you how do you feel about your performance in the hood? Hey, I'm not not too upset. You know, second highest weekly score. Um, T had Joe Mixon put up a third of his points, which will help you get the high. Um, but you know, I I had Justin Fields do the same for me. I guess. Um, oh yeah, Justin Fields was on my bench. Never mind. Devonte Adams did that for me. Um, yeah, I mean, it was fun. I haven't won a side bet yet this year, so it's rigged. Oh, now they're rigged. Now that you're not winning, I see. So well, it's, it's fair when you wins two of them. It's fair when you win, but it's a it's a rigged election when you lose, huh? Just want to make sure I understand that. It's not an election, though. I had the Patriots defense put up 31 points, and I didn't even come close to beating to uh, beating Brad. Jesus, oh, your, dude, your team is trash. You took Kyle Pitts. That um, it's really coming back to and, haunt me. I mean, and took all, Allen Robinson, all my, all my receivers, Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks. Um, I've already dropped the other ones. Like pretty much every receiver that isn't named Justin Jefferson is an absolute disappointment. 
Um, yeah, I just terrible from round three to like round eight. I just had a terrible middle draft, but uh, we'll move on here, Josh. Those are the headlines again. Thank you, Skybusters, for bringing those. Uh, bring us those worthy waivers here, Josh. Worthy waivers. Is there anyone you like on the waivers this week? Um, some people might have dropped Jeff Wilson after the CMC news. Obviously, he resurged a bit immediately in Miami. Would you go back, or would you? Are you too scared? Um, I guess it really depends on your situation. You know, if you have one of those running backs that's hurt um, and you're desperate, yeah, I'd probably grab him. Um, Watson, I think, is picked up in most leagues from what I see. Um, and so, you know, that's one thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't, he hasn't played in, what, two or a year and a half? More than a year and a half? I mean, yeah, if you, is it not counting the like preseason series he did this year. I think it's been close to two years at this point. Yeah, and his preseason series, didn't he go like, oh, for, I don't even care. But, uh, plenty of handoffs, you know, he, I believe. Yeah, he should be pretty limber from all his massages, but uh, <laughs> overall, I'm, I'm probably not going to waste my time putting him or trying to find out if he's available. OBJ? Um, OBJ, um, you know, I still don't think, I mean, I don't know. The only thing I'm, I've heard that he's going to be on a team for the last four months, um, but he hasn't signed with anybody. I mean, and he tore his ACL in the Super Bowl, Josh. The guy was recovering. Yeah, I know, but you know, it's still the same story. He's not on a team yet, so I'm not going to pick him up. And it's possible he doesn't play until November or, Dece- or December. We're in November. I would say it's November already, but that's that's what the people are saying. And I've already picked up Samurai Tor in uh, in a couple leagues just just to have. Um, like I said, the Green Bay Packers are literally trotting out uh, coaches' kids to play catch um, at practice. I love those legacy signings. What about Terrace Marshall? Who? Come on, Carolina's Carolina superstar. Carolina has superstars? Uh, I know. thought Carolina was the, the East Coast Green Bay. Is that a compliment? Not this year. <laughs> All right, but so really no, no heavy waiver action. No, really no heavy waiver action you're looking at this week? No, nothing really stood out um, You know, on this list. Jeff Wilson might be the best. Uh, or the kind of the biggest ad, you know, I had mentioned last week, Cordero Patterson in leagues, if people had dropped him. Um, so I was kind of happy that I got him um, just because it looks like they're planning on utilizing him um, in that um, game plan more. I mean, yeah, why won't they? They're, he's their star. Um, all right. Well, if that's all we got for the worthy waivers, then Josh, we will go ahead and move into the outro here. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. We'll have some obituaries after this, so don't leave just yet. Um, don't forget about our Discord. We love people chatting all the live long day. We will see you back here Saturday morning. I'm going to reach out to Jamie. We may or may not have a medical minute um, for next Saturday because it's been a little bit, so I'm going to harass Jamie, see if we can get a medical minute in. So that's worth listening to. And also, I don't care what your political leanings are. Um, I would advocate highly for the go on YouTube and just look up the Kornacki cam. Again, I don't care what you believe politically, who you voted for, who you didn't vote for, whatever you believe. No one is going to break down the election results better than Kornacki and his fucking white tucked in shirt and his fucking khaki pants if you want the purest of election coverage you're going to go ahead and go on YouTube and look up the Kornacki cam and that's going to be the greatest midterm election coverage tonight and probably for the next couple days as I'm sure we won't have all the results perfectly tonight so whatever you believe Kornacki should be who you're getting your results from no ifs ands or buts about it Josh go ahead and um, go ahead and hit your go Packers then we'll, we'll change the mood here go Packers all right, and with that, Josh, it's um, today is a specifically sad day because you know from week to week we always go over the deaths of our fallen comrades and some fantasy leagues, but one of our own has died. Um, you've already died twice, so you can quit being selfish and you can share the spotlight for once. I, 
I have died in one of our one of our guillotine leagues, and it's a depressing day, and you know I've probably never been sadder in my whole life, Josh. And so I'll go ahead and let you use your beautiful spoken word to tribute my life and also a life of a guy you and I have never met. And with that, we'll let the sad song play for a beat, and then uh, I'll let you take it away, Josh. Time to be sad. RIP in peace, 9-5-2022 to 11-7-2022. Garlic, garlics, angels, Johnson. The legend himself met his end after weeks of doom and gloom came to fruition. Garlic's adventure was much like a beach ball filled with jelly beans rolling down a hill. He overcame obstacles, bounced off trees and bushes, and when all hope seemed lost, he would find enough of a slope to keep rolling. Week 9 proved to be the toughest hill yet. Instead of the spry beach ball on a downward trajectory, his week 9 experience was far from ideal. He feared for his life like that of the last cheese curd in a kid's meal at Lambeau. A sole curd in an 8-pound tub, able to dodge greasy sausage fingers until he was a lone survivor. (laughs) It's hard to say who he sees himself as. Is he the cheese curd doomed to the digestive tract of a 250-pound fourth grader? Or is he the fourth grader, doomed to starvation because his mom said he couldn't get seconds? <laughs> R.I.P. in peace, 9-5-2022 to 11-7-2022. Softball Danny! Softball Danny's a man that nobody's ever met. We're not sure he's real. He may or may not have a different first name than Softball, but at this point in time, his name is Softball. His team came in to week nine, happy, go lucky, having just gotten an extra prize in their cereal that morning. The Wonder Ring from the Wonder Twins was yet not effective enough to provide them that extra point or 20 to win that matchup. Instead, Softball Danny retreated to the locker room with his fellow comrades, only to be kicked out because he's not actually a coach of a team. They said, this isn't softball, Danny. And where he'd interrupt and go, yeah, it is. This is softball, Danny. But then they just felt pity for him and let him sit in the corner eating his cereal without milk because he's a monster. I'm rambling now. Finn.
It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again.